Okay, mine's going. I already have out of the gate something that oh. I'm confused by. Okay. And it definitely is from lack of research that I just don't feel like doing. But okay. I've been seeing everybody post that Chris and Becca Ritchie announced the Cobalt Empire. I don't know what that book series is. And I see I'm getting tagged in it. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, you guys. I don't know. That's funny. I saw, we got tagged in a TikTok I saw today of, I thought it was just a TikTok edit of Rose and Connor's children. But See, I saw Larry post a TikTok about it. Oh, I didn't know it was like a thing. I thought it was just like, oh, here's the Cobalt Empire. <laughs> yeah, they announced like, okay, now I'm going to start actually doing the research that I should have done. But they announced, which is weird. Well, I think it comes out in 2025 because I was about to say they're starting their new series in 2024. So, I thought they already had books on their children. That's why I'm confused. So let's see if they say anything in their little announcement for it. Burn Bright is the first book in the series which follow, which will follow the Cobalt family and those closest to them. The main point of view and the cover will be revealed in the back of Nobody Like Us. So I'm just still confused. So it's different from the Like Us series, but it's just so about their kids. I'm, I'm so I've never been more confused in my life. You know what? I'm going to say something controversial. I feel like the Addicted series, maybe we should just, like, move on. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot in that series. Oh, I can fully say, like, with my chest that I will never be reading the Like Us series. I just don't care. Because, like, I understand, though, because you're kind of still in that world. But then again, it's like, I'm attached to, like, the core six. I'm not attached to their children. And I have no, yeah. like, just me personally, I have no want to read their yeah, kids' books. I think it's just good if you're you love the world and you want more of it you have so many more books in the world with the characters and their children yeah but now there's a, there's a spin-off of first there's a Callaway sister spin-off of addicted and now there's a spin then there was a spin-off of the children and now there's a spin-off of the cobalt family hey that's my favorite couple but i don't know what, what that is yeah i am so confused and also let us know if you know <laughs> you yeah know can somebody like about. explain it to us like we're five in the comments on my 2024 tbr though i put the the last no of the it's not here. guys she put <laughs> this on her 2023 tbr as well it's not happening everybody give up everybody do <laughs> i said this the other day <laughs> tomato tomato no i was like we were watching the ufc fights and i just you know my random commentary because i add nothing to the function other than just random thoughts and so we were watching the UFC fights, and I was like, why don't we bring back booing? And then they were like, what, like in, in like this type of situation? And I was like, no, like if somebody does something, like, so like say like you're out in public and somebody is just doing something that's just like awful or just kind of like being a Karen, for lack of a better word, you just start Everyone's booing them. <laughs> Boo! Like, could you that's imagine? Funny. I would never get yeah. over that. Like, I would get over somebody, like, cussing me out versus, like, if everybody started looking at me and started going, boo! Or you have, like, you know, like, the old sitcoms, just, like, the background laughing or the background, like, yeah. audience laughing. I feel like that would be funny. Something funny happens in public, but you just have, like, an audio <laughs> track. Studio. Like, you do something. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's funny. <laughs> Could you hey, someone start doing that. In a world like that. Yeah, hey, somebody follow me around with the audio track to narrate my entire life and help me with my main character idealism, please. I'll do that. Thank you so I'll much. I'll download an app with the the background audio in your way. Just the sound effects. Yeah. We should have that for do. the podcast. I'm just gonna the whole entire time just have it in the microphone. Yeah. Sarah, we should have Sarah that. says she's out of sour cream and onion Pringles. Aww. <laughs> 
We don't want to read the addicted children books. Boo. Boo. Everybody's throwing tomatoes at us. Let's start doing that too. Everybody just keep a tomato right. on you. Alright. There's also something else in the, the book world that I think we should talk about. Things we never got over getting a TV show. Oh yeah, I forgot that we hadn't talked because this came out like the night that we filmed the last podcast. I think that you texted me about yeah. it and I was like... It was right after. I literally <laughs> I went out to dinner and I opened my phone. I opened TikTok. Whatever. I opened TikTok at dinner just for like a quick second and the first thing I saw things we never got over getting a tv show and then i had to text destiny i had to say please go look at what i just sent you because we had to talk about it so i feel like we should maybe an opinion on it because i don't know i feel like a tv show is kind of crazy for it not a movie a a tv TV show show is weird for one because it's a romance book may oh but maybe but then when they say like knock them out i was about to say like maybe each season will like follow like the books like maybe they're planning to try to do three seasons for the three different books and yeah. like season that one is sense. like Knox and Naomi and then you fall but, but I still feel like it's not enough content for like an eight series I mean uh, eight episode no no season. the casting has to go crazy everybody wants the one guy I know you've never seen Sons of Anarchy and I haven't either but the main guy from Sons of Anarchy, I forget his name. I think his name is Jax Teller in the show. But everybody I'm wants him to be Knox. Look up What's Jax Teller. Jax. Look up Jax Teller. J A X. Yeah, Teller, Sons of Anarchy. It should pop up as you're Googling. Oh. I've seen it before. This is like not my Knox. Hey, still don't know. One of the Hemsworth brothers. Hemsworth. Is it Thor or is it Miley Cyrus's ex? I feel like Knox should be Miley Cyrus's ex, and I think that Nash should be the other one. I think you're getting them mixed up, because I would say <laughs> Nash would be uh, Miley Cyrus's ex, and Thor would be Knox. Okay, they're, to me they're interchangeable for the brothers. I think we could do either one, but then we also have the question of Lucian, and I feel like that's where we kind of get crazy because we didn't love the book but we do love Lucian so, so I don't know who I, it would be I don't know because y'all have these fan casts like on deck and I do not picture real people when I read books I don't yeah. even like there's not even faces like I don't picture people and it's so weird and sometimes that's why I feel like so disconnected from books sometimes is because my imagination does not run wild with what these people look like let me look okay. it up on Pinterest and while we're looking it up do you want to say what your dough is for today Oh, I would love to. I have a coffee in my Christmas cup. I felt like I had to be festive for our last episode. Guys, hey, welcome back. This is our last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to... I have eggnog downstairs. I bought eggnog because oh. I was like, I don't feel like drinking that right now, but I wanted to be festive oh, okay. for the last episode. So, eggnog I've never had an eggnog for real. Yeah. I hear Mine's in my Christmas coffee. cup. Crew neck. It's a little Cute. reindeer. Aww, but the way it's sitting so kind of looks like how mochi sits. So, I thought it was Oh, yeah, cute. it does. I got this on an Etsy shop. I forgot the name, but and I'm drinking coffee. I also have water. For my dote, I also have a coffee, Yum. just a homemade. Oh, I actually in this is the I have stock cold brew, and I am trying out the cinna, cinnamon bun creamer that Sarah recommends <gasps> from Trader Joe's. Oh yeah, I, I tried the brown sugar, and I I said that that one was a hit, and okay. so now I'm trying the cinnamon bun one. Oh yay! I like the brown and sugar one more. I feel like it's sweeter. So I guess. do I. Not sweeter, but it has more flavor. Yeah. 
I'm not loving the aftertaste of this. I should have gone brown sugar, but I wanted to try something different today. And then I also yeah. got the maple one. I haven't tried the maple one yet, so. Oh, I haven't tried that one either. Let me know if it's good. I'll have to it's get in a that. big carton. Anyway. Oh. Um, oh, wait. I have tried that. It's like a, a tall, skinny yeah. carton. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have. I, I haven't tried it yet. I know they only had those three. They had like the, well, yeah. no, I think they had more. I was just on the lookout for those, I think. I should have got a vanilla one. I'm a vanilla gal. Let us know down below, guys. If you drink coffee, what is your go-to flavor? I feel like you're either like vanilla, brown sugar, caramel. Like, I feel like those are like the main three. I like brown sugar. I don't <laughs> get the caramel like flavoring. You know what I mean? Like, okay, caramel drizzle. But like when yeah. it's like a caramel flavored coffee, I'm like, I don't get this flavoring at all. I don't think I like that flavored coffee. I used to get that at Duncan though. Just so <laughs> the way I'm clear. Like, hey, Duncan's you were over there. For a second, you were like, I used to get that at, and I. But the fact that I knew it was Duncan because I remember that we've had the conversation about how I used to get the. Was it the caramel macchiatos or was it something different? It was something caramel. I don't know. Well, in high school, I only got caramel, but French. Do I get French vanilla at Duncan? I haven't had Duncan in so long. I don't know. Pumpkin spice was my go-to, but... Oh, yeah, you're right. And then once that was done, you were like, I'm done. Yeah, I've been making my own, which is yeah. crazy. Things we never got over being a TV show? No. Listen, I knew... Oh, my God. I knew this was going to start being a thing when books started getting... Like, gaining the traction of popularity that books are talked about a lot. I knew the next step was going to be these TV producers, these movie producers, these com production companies were going to start turning to books to start making these adaptations because they feel like it's an easy way to make money because they're going off of the basis of these people who love these books and already expecting, you know, like that everybody wants to go see the movie or go see the TV show. And it's just like some things are just better left in books because they've been done before. I don't know. I feel like a fantasy. Like that's like, that would be fun to like picture or, it into a movie or a show. Even like how A Good Girl's Guide to Murder is getting made into a TV show. Yeah. I think that that makes sense. Like that makes sense yeah. because you can span the content out. But I guess I think that I would feel better about this if it was like a movie, I guess. I don't know yeah. because also just the or, TV show format's weird. Also having like a new adult, like this book is like a spicy romance book. But yeah. have like Summer I Turn Pretty Young Adult make it into a cheesy little rom-com-y show series. I think that's fun. Like if you take a Lynn Painter, better than the movies, make it into a cheesy movie. That's cute. But taking this spicy book, I don't know how they're going to do it. See, I don't know how I, I, I feel about it. Because I'm also, like, remembering how the book goes. And I'm like, what are you going to talk about, like, in the TV show? Like, you're going to have five episodes, and then it's done. You know what I mean? Imagine but they it make could it be more, good. like, they make it more thrillery with the whole, like, sister side oh, plot. <laughs> but uh, it's not well, at like least what, they, they the, just bought, like, just, the rights of it. Technically. Yeah. So who knows? Because I forget what other beach read. However, yeah, all of however, Emily Henry's books. Uh, the love hypothesis was supposed to be getting made into like a movie, um, which these things like take time to do. So I mean, it's not like a quick turnaround. Even though I do feel yeah. like it ends with us was a quick turnaround of them saying like we're making the movie, we've got the script, we've cast. Yeah, that's everything. crazy. How soon filming. that comes out? That's like does is it February? I didn't see anywhere that they were actually releasing the movie. Yeah, February 9th. Wow, it's scheduled that's crazy. to be released. Also, speaking of all these shows, do you know how Shadow and Bone Six of Crows has a the spin-off? Yeah, and it got canceled though, didn't they it? They canceled it. 
Yeah. And they were we were about to just have like the Six of Crows spin-off of like the whole Shadow yeah. of Like we were going down that storyline, which I was so excited for. They set it up perfectly, casting is perfect, everything is just so perfect. I'm so sad. And I think it was like it was all like set up for the new the new season and Netflix just cancelled it, like didn't say anything. That is so it. weird that you brought that up because I was totally just thinking about that earlier about how Shadow and Bone got cancelled and how I mm -hmm. love the casting for that show i got this edit and i'm pretty sure it's in my reposts on tiktok or something or no i sent it to you and then i reposted it but the edit that was like conrad and belly in the scene where he's like i thought you knew i thought you knew and they're arguing on the beach i've just been thinking about that every single day now yeah you sent it to me that is like cinematic masterpiece acting that beach scene wait i kind of want to watch it right now so bad i know that was so we good we just started watching the edit <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew. Oh my god, I can't wait for the new season. I want it. I wish it was. Is it? I saw it was not this summer. It's gonna be the following. Yeah, I think because oh. the uh, strikes really yeah. set that back. Because that's why the turnaround was quick for like a year was because they were able to produce it. And since you know the strikes were going on, that's why it won't come out yeah. until next summer. And I know nothing about the movie or show industry. So like in my head, they could start filming now and have it out. You know. <laughs> it's those projects take like such a long time oh my gosh and like everything's getting pushed back with the strikes and stuff like a lot of movies that were supposed to come out in either this next year or the year after that they're getting pushed back with two to three years like yeah. stranger things isn't even coming out until like 2025 oh, or there's another season yeah the last season oh, the final I? season oh i don't know why i thought this past one was the last one and I saw that they're like, they're filming or like starting production on it. And then it was like two ways to go. And it said Team Steve or Team Jonathan. <gasps> Unpopular opinion. I am Team Steve till the day I die. And I have no shame about it. I don't know. Is Steve I the one them. that was in the ice cream shop with, um. Yeah, Robin. Yeah. 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 I like him. I'm Team Steve. You're joking. He literally looked at Nancy and was like this future i've been talking about i've always pictured it with you like i've always like still been in love with you and she's just like uh it was is it the mall it's the mall season yeah season three so where they're, that's, that's my favorite season that's what i was about to say that's my favorite season because the vibes and everything of that season so good so good i loved it so much and i wish they had a like a place for readers to input like books they want turned into shows or movies or something like i wish i could tell them like what i what we not i what we all could have some input because i feel like that would be fun like we all just and collectively production companies should pick yeah. it up just like how i was fearful for my life no that's really dramatic but when akatar was with hulu <laughs> i was like give it to hbo i am begging you they have the budget they have done something like this before hulu i don't know if you got it sweetie i don't know if you got it in you i feel like hulu is good or no not hulu hbo is good for like the fantasies I think yeah. that Prime is good for, like, romance, rom-com. And A24 is, like, the normal people, like, the... Yeah. Cinematic, what they got over there. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, what books would be a good, like, A24 adaptation. Like, what mm, books? Maybe, like, The Seven Year Slip or something. If The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo ever got, like, into oh, it or whatever, yeah. I feel like A24 would do a good job with Was that supposed to become something? I think it was because when Daisy Jones and the Six came out, I remember the girl who played Camilla, she was talking about how she wishes she could be, like, uh, Evelyn Hugo. I want, hey, since we're on this topic, I want, <laughs> I 
I want The Naturals to become a series. On Prime. On Prime. And I want... Maybe Renegades. I've never watched, I've never watched that. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I've never read it. Yeah, that's the <laughs> name. God, what is it with me today? Anyway. Oh, you know who should do? Wait, one more. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if I could just ask for one more thing. If I can just ask for one more. Me, if I ever had, like, a genie. No, can I just ask for one more thing? I really didn't mean that last one. Like, I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would say The Addicted series should be with A24. I don't know why, but I think it should. Oh my gosh, I want to see the Addicted series. It really, it honestly wouldn't do good things for my mental health because I just made a TikTok about this the other day, how I said that like, I have really been in this era of my life recently. And I don't know if it's just because I'm disconnecting from reality so badly, but like, and it connects with me listening to audiobooks. So just give me, a, just let me cook, okay? <laughs> so I made a TikTok the other day about how I literally feel like these fictional characters that I'm reading about are 100% real, that they're just not living around me, but like I can go look them up on Instagram and like catch up with what they're doing. And like the fact that Daisy Jones, like they're not a real band, like those aren't real characters, it's not a real story. And the fact that like Akatar isn't real, and the fact that the Addicted Callaway Sister series, like, I literally fully believe that I can look up Lily and Lowe on Instagram. Like, I fully yeah. believe that I can. And it comes from audiobooks because I have been listening to the Crescent City House of Earth and Blood audiobook for days upon days. Because that, obviously that book is, like, so long. So the audiobook is, like, 24, over 24 hours. So I've been listening to it, like, as I do things. And I have fully, like... The other day, I was sitting in the kitchen, and I was making breakfast, and I was at Isaac's house, and I was just listening to the audiobook, and he was in the kitchen, and he started, like, talking to me, and I didn't even realize that I had these, like, expressions being pulled on my face. He was like, what are you doing that face for? Like, why are you having, like, a pouty look on your face? And I was like, he talked to me, and I fully, like, snapped out of it, but before he was speaking to me, like, I was there. Like, even in my <laughs> brain, like, I was doing these tasks... But in my head, like, I was there, like, right there in the conversation with the characters yeah. and everything. And that's scary, honestly. It's, there's something about audiobooks in your in your ear in a headphone, them, like, painting a story and, like, having voice actors for it that really makes it more real. Because when you're reading something, you don't have, like, different voices and, like, different sound effects really going on. Unless some people maybe do when they read, but I don't. I just read. Yeah. So having the audiobooks... Yeah, me and Destiny have discovered audiobooks this month. No, it's been a crazy experience. <laughs> it's like I used to listen to audiobooks, but only if like I don't even know, like only if what was I listening to audiobooks for before? I only like, listened to Daisy Jones because people said like I should with the actors and a quarter Nesta story because I literally couldn't sit there and read those. Are only like times I picked up an audiobook. See, I think mine were like. If they, I, oi, what was that? <laughs> I only listen to audiobooks most, I rarely say 90% of the time because they were memoirs and I like, because most yeah. of the time they narrate their own memoirs so I like to listen to it. Or if it was like a book that I was kind of having trouble with and I would get the audiobook. But I would literally have to go on to Audible and essentially buy it. Mm -hmm. And so now that Spotify, <laughs> imagine we went to an ad read. We still don't have ads on here, guys. <laughs> but... Ever since Spotify, like, put their audiobook feature, like, with premium, life-changing. My life yeah. is forever changed by it. Like... No, me too. I'll, the other day I was looking up 
my book just to um find a playlist for it and then it popped up it was an audiobook i was like okay no i'll, I'll listen to this actually and i listened to the whole thing no and it's so fun because like sometimes i just think like i don't want to like sit and read a book i kind of want to like scroll through pinterest or like do this other thing so now i feel more opted to like go and listen to the audiobook and i feel like it's helped me with that imagination factor like how we were talking about fan cast earlier i swear i can't like see characters in my head i can't like imagine what the world looks like like sometimes i'll see tiktoks of people being like this is what i imagined like Prithian looked like in the Akatar series and I'm like y'all were imagining stuff like I can't but then I listened to the audiobooks and I can truly thanks Spotify they truly did yeah thank you Spotify <laughs> their 15 hour monthly limit I feel like they will eventually I don't know why I feel like they may I think that the 15 hour limit should be like say you oh, don't yeah. pay for premium then maybe that should be for the people that like aren't like paying for premium but if you pay yeah. for premium I think that it should be unlimited because or maybe even, okay, hey Spotify, in case you guys are wondering, because I know that you guys are <laughs> taking advice from literally 20-year-old girls who have absolutely no background in education in any of this, but what I would recommend is the 15-hour limit for people who don't pay for premium, and then you can do two different forms of premium. You can do Spotify premium, just like what everybody pays for, and then if you are a book girly, you can do Spotify premium with audiobooks, maybe pay like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like a little bit more, and then you can get unlimited, because I would. I know that you guys aren't asking, <laughs> but <laughs> it's also because like when you're reading, I can't believe we're going on a tangent about how crazy audiobooks are. Like this is, but when you're reading and you have to go do something, you have to leave the house, you put your book down and you have to wait till you get back to read the book. But if I'm driving, I have to go a half hour away. Hey, half hour of the book done. Yeah, you're right. Crazy concept. And you're right. Like, I can't believe whoever came up with audiobooks, everybody say, yeah, like everybody the crowd cheering. So speaking of audiobooks, are you listening to anything? Anything fun? Yeah, I'm listening to The House of Earth and Blood. Oh. City. <laughs> the way you just said it. Um, are you listening to Winter New York? I saw you post it on your Instagram Yeah, story. I just finished that last night. That was a picture from yesterday. I was sneaking. Uh, how dare you sit there and catfish. <laughs> I finished that last night, and then... I started a book, but I don't know if I want to read it. Like, I, I'm, like, in between. Now I, like, don't know where to go from here. I started Fear the Flames, the fantasy book. Yeah. But I just finished Crescent City, so I'm like, do I want a fantasy right now? Like, I don't know really where I'm going to go with this. So. And what did you think about Crescent City? Like, you don't um, have to go into it if you don't want to. No, I can, I can say some stuff about it because I haven't really talked about it because I haven't been yeah making any videos on it. Um, Which was crazy, just, like, reading that book, just casually reading it. <laughs> 800 page book but it didn't feel like i was reading a sarah j mass book it doesn't does it like no like and i don't know if it's because it's an urban fantasy like it just like feels like real people with phones and clubs and yeah isn't emails. it so weird to like hear like so bizarre because it's like you're reading about that but then there's like a, the magical fantasy element of it mixed in but i just Okay, I like the story. I think the ending went crazy because it's, of course, Star J. Mass, but it felt just like a dragged out murder mystery. And I was yes. just like, please, hey, figure it out. <laughs> I was getting so annoyed. I, I literally, because I've been, oh my god, if I say one more time that I've been listening to the audiobook of it, <laughs> I actually. Okay, Guess what, guys? <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> but while I've been, hey, listening to it, I was literally thinking this day at the gym, I was like, 
I guess I didn't realize because when I first read Crescent City, I was just so confused the like mm -hmm. first like probably 300 or 400 pages of the book because I was not used to like the urban fantasy and stuff. So I was trying to get used to that magic system. And also going into Crescent City, I had not, I think I had just read like Akatar and maybe like a few other fantasy books. Like I had not read a lot of fantasy yeah, books. Yeah, you so read going it like early that, on. Yes, like it was. Yeah. I hadn't even read Throne of Glass yet. Like, d d why did I do yeah, that? No. I don't know. It's not a fantasy book to to read if you. Well, oh, I mean, obviously no. read it whenever you want, but like if you haven't read fantasy, that's a hard one to start reading because there's like so much thrown yeah. at you. I'm gonna say it again. Even as I'm <laughs> listening to it, I'm just kind of like, okay, like I know what's gonna happen. I'm kind of like, I just kind of want to start listening yeah. to the House of Sky and Breath right now. Yeah, and that's. I think after reading Throne of Glass, it's just such a different whole different whatever story world characters even the way she like created the why can't i say her name so like the way she created the, the main character of throne of glass and like the way you connect to her and like her story like right off the bat but then i didn't connect to her in crescent city i don't know what it was i think because she focused so much on like the plot than the characters uh i will say that I do love Crescent City and I love the characters and I feel like you fall like more in love with them in the second book because I I think I read it I remember like what video I read the first book in last year and I was just kind of like I was like it wasn't a bad book at all but I feel very like indifferent to it like I don't even yeah. know what to rate it like it was one of those books where I was like I don't even know what to rate it because it's the same way I felt with Red Rising when I read Red Rising like I still don't have a rating for that book because I was so confused for most of it that I was like I don't really know like what to write this yeah and but then when I went to the second one and I still have my journal full of like all of the notes for that book where I was like having to piece everything together I was like wow like I read it in one day like I didn't want to stop reading it I was straight up like <laughs> enthralled in the book if you guys go and read How's the Sky and Breath and then watch my reading vlog on it it's a journey. Maybe I'll maybe I'll audiobook this. No, I can't. I feel like audiobooks for me, at least in this, going back to audiobooks. Sorry, guys. In this part of my audiobook journey, I have to have ones that aren't where I have to pay attention, like every detail. Like yeah, a winter in New York. I listened to that, or I listened to Betting on You by Lynn Painter, and like maybe I missed a few paragraphs, but like I know what's going on. I'm having a great time. Moving on. <laughs> um, since this is the last episode of 2023 i figured that we would share some sentiments about 2023 and i don't yeah. think it's a bookmarked episode without me asking a question so i have some reflection questions for you okay okay <laughs> and both of us just to like kind of start it off a little bit i have some some questions and then we can talk Did you about ask our, our wrap up nope these are from my brain <laughs> oh okay 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 we love sarah's <laughs> brain over here so i'm very yeah. excited well because i feel like we already did like a we have book end of the year book tag wrap up yeah. type of things on our channel but like we'll have some just like general maybe some specific ones i have i started googling like <laughs> end of year reflection questions but all the ones that were coming up are ones that were like ask your workplace these questions and it was like how do you think your team did and like, all these <laughs> ones. like we start asking each other that how do you think that we both performed <laughs> this year i was like imagine and then there was another one that was for students it's like what was your favorite like work you did this year your favorite whatever <laughs> so imagine oh, i came with those questions we have a favorite and least favorite books of the entire year and you can say multiple or you can say one um, i know we talked about this that's why i want to start with this one because it is in our videos 
Um, I don't want to like just keep on repeating myself because I but feel like can. I talk about it all the time. But off the top of my head, I think it was like in my top five of the year, it was like House of Sky and Breath was my number one favorite read of the year. And which is crazy. And then Kingdom of Ash was number, was that number two? I'm pretty sure. I think that was number, it was either two or three Kingdom of Ash was. Um, but those are like, and then of course we have Happy Blaze, which I don't shut the freak up about. So I'm not going to go into it, guys. Don't you worry. I'm not going to open my mouth and say anything else about it. Um, not that anybody said anything to me about it. It's just that like my own, whatever. But uh, those are like the top three also on my brain. They're my favorites. And my least favorite, I think, I I don't know if I should count DNFs. You can, I feel like you can count them. Like you the know enough history. that you didn't like it. Yeah. Secret History. I read Kingdom of the Wicked and gave that a one star. really hated the, that book. But, I mean, that's really the only two I can think of off the top of my head. What okay. about you? So you did a top three. I could do a top three. I would say Powerless by Lauren Roberts. Magnolia Parks. I would have to pick... I'm always between Long Way Home and The Great Undoing. But I'll say The Long Way Home. And I think think also Kingdom of Ash our top three so good and then yes least favorites um why can't I remember like anything I read this year I would say Mile High <laughs> did I read In the Jam did I do enough that this year maybe I did uh Barney like 13 was this year and <laughs> 13 that was one you didn't like this year I won't say just that to remind one. you no you can't no, I won't say that one. Do you have a favorite video you filmed this year? Um, I think I do. Just one of the videos that I'm like, I don't go back and watch any of my videos, but definitely I would say any of the book girly collabs that we did this year yeah. are like just my favorite where I can like actually sit down and watch them. Like those are my favorite. Yeah. But if we're talking about videos that I did myself, uh, I have a few. I have a few. No, you don't. But, um... <laughs> I think the one off the top of my head is the video where I did, like, reading until I find a five-star read yeah. video. Those are always... So yeah. Fun. It's not even that I, like, did that one, like, or even went to, like, whatever for it. Like, I like I put an effort for it, but it was just one that I found interesting because of how long it takes me to find a five-star read. And then also the one, Book Mistake one, where I surprised you and Haley with oh yeah that was crazy <laughs> that was my favorite just because like the ending when i did the reveal but also it like was so authentic <laughs> yeah no like the i don't know like i just like it was straight up just like from my brain like i didn't like you know like this i just came up with this and i did it and then i liked the way that it like executed edited everything yeah yeah that was a really good one what about you um definitely our collabs that was just it's crazy this year we met. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay. Um, definitely that. That was just, like, the whole experience of it. But I don't know my favorite, like, personal... Maybe when Mochi picked my reads or my mom. That was fun. When I had my mom pick them. Just having her in <laughs> the videos <laughs> was so funny. I think those are my favorite. I Like, why can't I, like, remember anything I've done this year? Do you have a favorite place you went to this year? I'm trying to think of everywhere that I went this year. Other than New Jersey, obviously, <laughs> to go see Sarah every time that I go see Sarah. 
Um, because Quakely in New Jersey did become like a cozy place to me where I feel very like comfortable going there. I feel like I know my way around. I'm a local, if you will. <laughs> I've really even driven down there. I know. Like, I've, like I know what I'm doing when I'm down there. I um, remember the second or third time you came, you are like, I feel like I'm home. Not home, but like you feel like you're like, you could just drive home right now. Do you know what I mean? Like you were like... Yeah. No, I said to Sarah, I was like, I feel like I just like came over to your house and like my house is like five minutes away. Like, like, you know, like I'm just going to like drive home after this. But um, other than that, when I went to San Diego at the start of the year, I just love San Diego. So I, and I went with my mom and that was like a nice trip. So I'd probably say like those are my faves. And I went to New York City for the first time this year and I really love New York City. So that was another fave for me. That was fun. I'm so happy I took you. Sarah, where did you go this year? (laughs) <laughs> I was just gonna say like I don't know how to answer this um I think I went to Florida this year was that this year yeah you did you went over the summer didn't you like summer-ish time summer spring maybe I don't know but I know I went at least once this year that was fun I always love going you there. Read it's just so in Rome in Florida oh yeah okay yeah that was this the year. fact that was fun guys i'm an actual <laughs> fan because the fact that i'm like not trying to get to whatever i'm like and i remember this one picture that you posted and you were in florida when you posted it that's like the only place i went to other than new york you have top three memories of the year top three memories of the year let me rack mm-hmm. my brain i think one of them has to be because I always will go back and watch the vlog because it's one of my favorite moments that I've lived through because it had to be the first or no it was the second night that me Sarah Haley met and we were at our first meetup at the first Airbnb and I mean you have to think like we had like one day under our belt and it was just like genuinely even when you guys watch the vlogs I feel like it was like immediate like there was no like awkwardness like of us like around each other now when we tried to film around each other for the first time that was awkward that, yeah, that, was, like, that, that just was is but like each other like being around each other I didn't feel any like awkwardness scariness like whatever it just felt like everything like clicked into place like it was like a great feeling so we like one day under our belt and I'm outside and I'm talking to Isaac on the phone and I just hear screaming coming from inside of the Airbnb and I'm oh, like yeah. what is going on and I open it up and the floor is flooding. And then Haley and Sarah are using just two little towels to like try to clean everything up. And it was because Sarah was watching Haley and her brother play chess together. Yeah. That's when Haley's in her chess era. And let the shower water overflow from the bathroom into the room. And that was so funny to me. Like it was like one of those moments where it was just like so unhinged and we were all just like all over the place. Yeah, I literally I didn't know it was gonna like flood. Like, when I'm here and I start my shower, I guess because, like, my shower has, like, a tub or, like, you can just close it. But that one was just, like, it was just the floor and just a door. So I left it on yeah. to watch my brother and Haley play and I walked back in and it was literally flooded. And on my Snapchat, I took a video of it, but my Snapchat memories will sometimes give me, like, random memories. And that one came up the other day and I was like, oh my yes. god, I cannot believe we did that. Yes. So that's definitely in my top three there's just like so many hard to choose from i feel like if you were to ask me just like with the book release there would be so many to choose from period but the whole entire year um i feel like another one is when i went to san diego and it's like so funny but it was just like so when i went to san diego it was a few days before my birthday because that's what we were going for and i was so sick like so sick i had like no voice i was like you know like sometimes when you're sick and you just feel like so drowsy and kind of out of it I remember that we landed in San Diego. I rented the car and we drove straight to LA because I wanted my mom to like see LA and Santa Monica and stuff like that. 
and on the way home I was so tired and like I hadn't like drank coffee in forever like I just didn't drink coffee I, can you believe that at the start of the year I didn't yeah. drink coffee like I couldn't tell you the last time that I drank coffee that's crazy so I stopped for coffee and then I drove back and then like we had to go to this random target it was the weirdest target that I've ever been in in my life I wish I would have like filmed it it was so peculiar and then we went to Dave's Hot Chicken and I remember my mom looked at me and she was like we need to get back to the like place that we're staying because I was like so like ghostly white like all the color had drained from my body because I felt like actual death and I just was like barely even like holding on but it's like funny to like look back at those moments and I find them funny now traveling somewhere I would have to say even just the memory of experiencing Coachella was fun to like just do it I think I think one top one is from one of our trips when we went to LBI and I don't know a specific part of it I think the whole weekend or however long I think it was a few days only but that whole trip I think was so fun yes I, like, I love that trip. it was like calm we read the same books together we were like we're on a beach we just ate some some chicken tenders for a weekend it was just <laughs> such a fun time because that was also the second time we were all together so it was like exciting to see each other again and like you said yeah. the first time we met it was just so it's just so nice so i think that was one of my favorite one of my favorite trips that we all had um i think my second one might be probably the concerts i've been to this year and we can even include missing the luke combs ones because that was just an experience <laughs> like it's also like it was horrible the day of but like looking back it was fun because we all experienced it together but definitely like five seconds of summer top experience of the year their concerts are so good um and a third one okay i either want to say ocean city which i feel like every year is just one of my favorite memories florida because i made it to florida and i saw my dad <laughs> which is something to be proud of favorite shows or movies that you found this year man the list could go on and on truly <laughs> um well first of all daisy jones and the six came out this year and that was like amazing did did bad things for my mental health because I get such a strong attachment to fictional people and especially being able to like see them and I already love Sam Claflin so him playing Billy was also not a good thing for me um I'm trying to think of like movies and stuff that I like discovered this year because I, I re-watch a lot I'm a re-watcher I'm not like a find new I'm like a watch what you love type of person but do you want to know it's crazy here's what's crazy I found <laughs> a new us. comfort show in 2023 oh, okay okay what is it 2023 was the first time that I'd ever watched new girl ever really yes I had never watched new girl prior to 2023 I'm trying to remember what month that I found it in and started wow. watching it I think it was like February March ish and I don't know I can't remember what it was that I started watching it for but ever since then I've been like attached to that show I know you would think that you've been watching it for years how much you love it no literally are there any did you watch anything this year period <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to think no wait Love Island Games that okay. came out this year that was a recent <laughs> watch I think I went to the movie theaters maybe twice and one was a Taylor Swift movie so that doesn't count um shows <laughs> i don't think so do you have any favorite songs that came out this year that came out this year or mm. albums or whatever or maybe a new artist you found this year 
um, Lacey and The Grudge by Olivia Rodrigo are like top contenders for songs that came out this year. Um, I discovered Noah Khan this year. So The View Between Villages, You're Gonna Go Far, Northern Attitude, <laughs> me just listing off. <laughs> um, Sarah's Place, I love that song with him and Zach Bryan. I'm trying to think of any other artists that I like discovered this year, people who released music this year. I mean, Drake released music this year, but I was really disappointed by his album. Let me know down below if you guys were too. Um, <laughs> I was super disappointed by that, so I don't think, uh, whatever. I mean, we had obviously the re-releases so of the Vault Tracks, 1989 Vault Tracks, mm -hmm. up there, of course, because I love those so much. And we got You're Losing Me this year to be actually released, so I'm also going to count that because I listen to that song on the treadmill and I just repeat the you know the bridge of that song 24 7 as i'm running on the treadmill and it really hits home like it really hits home so i just listen to it over and over again as i run <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> olivia rodrigo's album and no you're loving tate mccray i was just gonna say yeah uh, the funny thing is i've watched so you think you could dance for so long and they had like a a kid like, i guess like a kid's version version and she was on it, and I watched her. I don't know how old she was. She was, like, I'm going to, like, guess a random age. We were, like, 13, 14. That's the age she looked. And she was on it, and I don't know if she won or got, like, second place or something, but she was, like, really, really good. So, like, I stopped, like, following her up until, like, this point, seeing her music and her dancing, like, in the music videos. Like, it's all coming full circle, which yeah. is so crazy. But I love, I love her music. I listened to, went to the gym the other day, and I said I need to st stand on this treadmill for a half hour. So I listened to her whole, whole album, and it really helped. It's so, so, so good. Zach, I don't know, Zach Bryan, I guess? I feel like he has older songs, but I just started listening to him this year. Well, yeah, you discovered him this year. So, like, people yeah. you even, like, discovered this year. I don't really think anyone else I've discovered this year. No. I rediscover One Direction every year, and I miss them, yeah. but that's really Which it. Valid. Yeah. valid. Do you have a most proud moment of this year? I think the most proud moment I have of the year was at the beginning of the year, like a few days before my birthday, I had 100,000 on YouTube, and that was like fulfilling a lifelong, literally, mm -hmm. like ever since I was like eight, nine years old, and I've been sitting and watching Alicia Marie and all of those people on YouTube, I literally always would see like when they would like unbox their plaques and all of that stuff and yeah. I just like that was something that I always was like wow like if that could ever happen to me like that that would be amazing so it's like crazy to think that so that's definitely um my proudest yeah. moment of the year a great accomplishment and not to put you on the spotlight but you're almost at 200k <laughs> I try not to think about it I try not to <laughs> that's crazy it is crazy that's especially like too yeah because you just said the like, beginning of the year that's what i mean and i have okay so i try not to think about it but i have thought about it and i was like <laughs> that is insane and then i don't mm -hmm. let myself think about it anymore um my proudest moment i think do you know i'm like scrolling through my pictures right now to see like what i did this year oh <laughs> <laughs> i think i don't me copying everything you say i think also hitting my youtube goals is a proud moment because doing this for many years and like not really i never really had like a set goal of i want to hit like 200k like i don't like when i started my channel but like seeing how much i've done since starting my channel and then hitting such a number has been crazy so i think that's 
definitely a proud moment. I'm trying to think what else I've done this year, but getting on a plane, so that's it. And but that's things proud. to be proud of, because those are like big yep. things to you. I'll be proud of it after I get home from Florida again, too. And maybe hitting my reading goal, that's always a proud moment. But sorry, <laughs> trigger warning, sensitive topic. <laughs> sensitive topic for sure for sure no yeah no that feels amazing when you hit your reading goal 100 <laughs> percent. i have two more okay did you wait this kind of goes with the last one but did okay. you achieve any goals this year i actually did because at the beginning of the year something that i do in my notion is i put a whole entire like page for like year that year's goals and i put them into like subcategories of like things that i want to do and i think it was literally like revisiting this the other day to see like what goals i had hit so if you guys don't mind we can pull them up um, do it. I would love to. I think I also wrote down goals, but don't remember where I put them. So for YouTube, I wanted to hit 150,000. Like that's that's crazy, but I did that. Um, there were some other stuff like brand deals that I had put down that I wanted to get, and all of that stuff. And then I said that I wanted to start a podcast, and then I Aww. did. But then it turned into this. Like a a proud moment this year was starting. Oh yeah. Our podcast. Yeah, it was. I forgot that we, this is what I mean. Like, even when I try to think back on, like, the thought that me and Sarah just met this year, like, like yeah. met in person, because we were talking, like, in 2022, but, like, met in person in 2023, and that I told Sarah this when we were having our little meeting, but I was like, the fact that we did our first, like, book girlies meetup, and then I came to Jersey, and then we did a podcast episode, and then I, that we were both, like, should we just do a podcast together? And then we just jumped into this and, like, made this a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, upon, we, upon seeing each other two times, we were like, yeah, we should do this. This should be something that we do. And that's, like, crazy. Can you imagine we just, like, weren't, like, this wouldn't have worked out? Like, somehow we just knew this was going to work out. I'm telling you, it's After that feeling. Tries. It's that feeling yeah. that you get where you're just like, yeah, no, this is going to work out. And we, yeah. we're going to be able to do this and it's going to be fine. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. I started off the year. When did this change? I said I wanted to read 150 books this year. But on my Goodreads, I put that I wanted to read 200 books this year. So, don't know. We got lost in translation, I guess. What, well, you hit. what were your goals? Your goals. That's great. I can't find the note <laughs> that I wrote my goals on. So, can't tell you if I hit them. But I probably had the same type of goals. Like, the number goals for YouTube and Instagram. I know for Instagram I did not have or the goal I wanted I think I've surpassed it like I think I haven't written down like the numbers I had in January 41.7k on Instagram and I probably said I wanted to hit like 50k or something because I never really thought of Instagram as like where I can grow. No that's feels, yeah. Like I don't know why YouTube and Instagram for me like number accounts are different because Instagram for me is like my personal spot but I have over 100k now and I think that's not something I thought was No, it's happen. crazy. It's crazy. Alright, the last question I have is did you learn to do something new this year? Did I learn to do something new? I'm trying to think. Oh, that's so sad if I didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that I did. Like, I'm really trying to think about it. You're like, I learned to listen to audiobooks. I learned to listen to audiobooks this year. <laughs> I don't know. 
because like even sports i guess like the only like new thing that i picked up this year was pickleball that was the only new thing that i feel like one. if you if you play ping pong you play pickleball you know what i mean like you you know <laughs> no i have not learned anything new this year I, I fear i fear i have not learned anything new no, I wrote this down, but I didn't think of my answer, so now <laughs> I'm also... <laughs> no, I I'm trying to think. Oh, you taught me how to zoom in on Final Cut Pro. True. True. I'm you did zoom learn how to I'm going to zoom in Pro now. That was a crazy yeah. thing to learn. It yes. blows my mind every time I show Destiny how I edit. <laughs> it also blows my mind every time Sarah shows me how she edits things. <laughs> Sarah has a talent about for making things harder than they have to be. I was thinking about it yesterday because I was editing a video and I did the zoom in and I was like, I seriously can't believe the amount of time it's taken me to do zoom ins on any video before this. Like, it would take me maybe like a couple minutes to figure it oh, out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I've learned anything else. I do want, oh, I guess goals for next year we're going to do in January. So I'll hold off on that one. I can't wait to hear about that. I know. I just left you guys on a cliffhanger there. Yeah. Cliffhanger and guess what? You won't see us until next year. So how about that? You're gonna have to wait a whole year. Me, yeah. <laughs> Me and Destiny are gonna still Zoom call each other though. <laughs> yeah. We don't even use FaceTime. Like you would think that we would just be like, yeah, we're gonna FaceTime. No, we sit on this streaming app. <laughs> for hours it's so for funny hours it's actually unhinged a little bit how we just sit there and do that but if there's nothing else to add is there anything else is that you want to add to this episode no i've had a wonderful year yeah i have also had a wonderful year and i we want to take a moment to thank you guys for tuning in with us because the 2023 was the year that we started bookmarked and it was a big thing a big leap for us to do because we really wanted to do it, but we didn't know, you know, how that would turn out. And you guys have gave us like another outlet to kind of just sit down and chat for like an hour every single week. And you guys tuning in and sharing your dotes and sharing how you tune in every week means the absolute world to us. Every like, comment, view, listen, all of that is everything. And also just for ourselves too, the amount of love that we get every day every year but you know this year has been i feel like one of like a lot of growth and just a lot of things have happened within the year that are very much appreciated thank you thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys yes. we love you and we can't wait to talk to you all of 2024 yeah we can't wait to talk your guys's ear off all 2024 <laughs>